0: Uh, When I was living in Ohio, uh, before I started really into my transformational journey is when the synchronicities were really coming in hot and heavy for me. And I see the synchronicities and the numbers as kind of little, little wake up, wake up, wake up from the universe, right? From the divine is pay attention there is this beautiful magical flow this stream of divine energy and it's time for you to come into the stream and flow with it Mm -hmm. you know there's a saying there's your plan and then there's the divine plan it's getting on the divine plan Mm -hmm. because you will feel so much more supported you are more supported i mean you're always supported you're just not accepting the support when you're out of divine flow welcome to the let's be real podcast Genuine Conversations for Authentic Living. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Lisa All Schaefer, Empowerment Life Coach and Author.
1: And I'm Sondra their Health and Wellness Entrepreneur and Truth Seeker and Truth Speaker.
0: And today's episode is about aligning with divine flow.
1: You know, uh, this is where the magic really happens, is when you're in flow and living a purpose-driven life, uh, it's effortless. So we really want to, uh, kind of guide you through this little experience. Now, make sure you guys, thank you so much for joining us. We used to put this at the back end, but we'll put it at the front end. Cause it's really important for, um, our message to get out to those that need it and those that are seeking it. So make sure you hit the subscribe and like, and please, please, please comment. Um, we really love your feedback. It makes Lisa and I so happy to know that, um, I guess what we're sharing with you, which is our vulnerability in this life is meaningful to you. So anyway, there you go.
0: Awesome. And, you know, just to to take off a little bit from that, we get so much feedback privately, which we absolutely love, (laughs) but what can be really beneficial because some of the things that you're receiving through what we're providing through the podcast may be very beneficial to other people who see your comment or who see how our podcast is impacting you so we always appreciate that and then we can play nice with the algorithms which will also help our podcast as well so uh, yeah so let's go into the subject today and that is aligning with divine flow You know, one of the things that I was thinking about, I was really torn between, you know, do we do about connecting with angels or do we do (laughs) all these things? Because there's so many ways to take this. And, you know, my book Journey with an Angel, which, you know, is behind me, but this is the book if you haven't ever seen it before. This book is all about divine flow. And what was interesting is that the book ended up being about the experiences that I was having while I was writing the book. (laughs) It was some of the most amazing times. Uh, You know, I, I launched it in 2015. I started writing it in 2012. So it wasn't a quick book, because a lot of it was what was happening and what was happening is some of what we're going to talk about today a lot of what we're going to talk about today but it the divine flow the divine was just like like a little army around me it felt like the whole time and these experiences were just just i was in awe of so much of what was happening while i was writing the book so and and you know so i was in divine flow at that point in time, but I've also been out of divine flow. So I know what it feels like to be out of divine flow too. And trust me, you want to be in divine flow. (laughs) It's so much better than being out of divine flow. So that's what we're going to talk about today. First of all, signs of that you're in divine flow and then how to align with it, because that's also important if you feel like you're really not aligned with it right now. So let's start with maybe uh we'll go in we'll start with intuition because intuition we've mentioned it a lot in the um in past podcasts but intuition is where you really are you're you're allowing the information to come in from more of that part of you that's divine it's it's your spirit it's your spirit's guidance system for you and when we trust and follow it that's when we make better decisions that's when we um you know, uh, may not know exactly why we're guided to do something, but we have been following our intuition. So we go with it because the more you use it, the more refined it becomes. And also, you know, if you don't use it, the more it's like any, anything like memory, if you don't use it, you lose it, so to speak. Well, you don't really lose it, but you definitely don't follow it uh, as far as intuition goes. And it's the, it's the It's like playing with a full deck because we all have logic and reason and that we definitely need that. But when you combine your intuition with your logic and your reason and that part of your brain, so to speak, that's when you make the best decisions. And that's when you take action on those decisions.
1: The intuition is a, it's a muscle I've used my whole life. And um, while I, I didn't know that that was, there's, there's a couple words for your intuition for me, it's a knowing and mm-hmm. it's, I don't hear voices. I don't, you know, I don't, I just get downloads and I get, it's more of, um, when I think of intuition for me personally, it's when I, when something hits my heart and there's just a clear feeling, Hey, read this book, watch this podcast, um, you know, go over here, go do this you know, hightail your butt to Maui. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Like, you know, I just, I just have this intuition. It is a muscle. It's, I think of all the things that we're going to share today, the intuition can be uh, one of the trickier ones. So as we start to talk about the other ways to align with your flow and what that looks like for everybody, we're going to kind of piggyback back to intuition because it'll all start to play into it. It's like, I think that intuition, and in, I guess I'm just speaking for me. No, I am speaking for, for lots and lots of people. They really don't know how to connect to it. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to give you in the next handful of bullet points is this is how you connect to it, right? So all this is a muscle. You have to exercise it. And, uh, but the best way that you know is it's something that pulls at your heart that gives you a sign of something to do. And then you follow through because your higher self, your soul self, your much bigger self, it it just, it wants you to be happy and vibrate from a higher frequency. And it does, it sends you messages. But for me, intuition comes in the form of a a sensation in the body that typically will come from my heart.
0: Yeah. One of the ways I, I describe intuition is similar to that but you know the cartoons where you have a devil on one shoulder and an angel on the other, not perhaps literally, but but you know maybe an angel. Um, and so they have two different voices, so to speak, right? Again, not that you're necessarily hearing voices, but they have this influence on you. and uh, the if you think of the angel side. Mm-hmm of that kind of visual, that would be more of your spirit or your intuition because that's where your intuition comes from is your spirit. And so that part of you is like a knowing. Mm -hmm. And it comes in, like you said, you know, it's a knowing it's a different, it's got a different level of feel to it. It feels differently and it doesn't panic and it doesn't, um, you know, it doesn't have a a intensity so much, but more of a calming go here. Even if it could be a life-threatening situation, it might be go here, (laughs) but it's not go here, right? You know, it doesn't have that panic in it where the, 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 this side, you know, the, the negative side or the, the devil on the shoulder, so to speak, um, is, is more going to drive with fear instead of just really moving you with a level of calmness towards something that you really are to be going toward.
1: Yeah. And so as we want way to
0: make the distinction. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and, uh, we've talked about this in a prior podcast, but just to bring it back together, there is a difference between intuition and getting a download. Um, as you start to implement these other bullet points to get you in alignment with your higher self, um, It's really important to to know because once you start exercising these, whether it's through meditation or expressions of gratitude or, um, in, in a prior podcast, I was talking about, um, right now I'm in this like 30 day, you write three, three, six, and nine, uh, something that I want to manifest in my life. Um, and, and right now it's the cell of the home. I just picked something randomly because I'm playing with it. And, uh, sure enough, randomly, we had a showing on our home and it was like out of nowhere. And then, and then I got lazy because, oh, and here's, what's even more powerful and this is just for me on a side note is that I'm having the girls write three times. You know, I am so happy that this home is sold and that's the, the all you just write the same thing all the time. And then we got lazy. Oh yeah. So this was like three days ago. And then we got lazy and it's like everything went radio silent. And I'm like, oh, I got to follow it through until it's sold. So, okay. Um, little exercises. So just kind of as you walk through some of these exercises that we give you, just sort of pay attention. But the intuition is like Lisa's saying, it, it doesn't yell at you. <laughs> a download will come in the form of a message. So, but we'll we'll cover that as we move forward.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, download is, again, it's kind of information that's coming from another divine source, you could say. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, maybe specific, not to, may have nothing to do with you. It might have to do with the person that you're talking with. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. It, it is coming up. So we'll, we'll leave that and save it for later. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah. the
0: next sign that you are definitely in divine flow, which is, again, so much of what my, my book is about is synchronicity uh synchronicity was it was it's a a term coined by Carl Jung you know for those of you who are familiar with uh the famous psychiatrist there was Jung and then there was Freud I think Jung was a uh I think Freud was a mentor of Carl Jung either way uh it's it's seemingly coincidental things happening together that are just you know not the probability isn't that that would happen right And so, so synchronicity is something that you just, um, when it happens, it really catches your attention and because it, you know, kind of that, that thing makes you go, hmm, (laughs) hmm. And I, I I gotta
1: nail this because it kind of plays into the next bullet point, which is numbers, but I'm going to let you get into Mm -hmm. numbers because numbers speak very clearly to you. Um, but, um, if you've listened to our prior co- podcasts, you know, Miracle Monday, June 19th was the day that, um, it was just really, uh, a day that woke me up to the, to the bigger meaning of what does it mean to be Sandra, mm-hmm. Um, and I was struggling with intense nerve pain, back pain, medical industrial complex, and I was on drugs and I was, ugh, so that morning, Miracle Monday morning, I woke up at 3.30 in the morning, just riddled in pain, got out of bed at 4.30 in the morning because it was summer break and so the kids were sleeping on our floor and I didn't want to wake anybody up and the pain was just, you know, you kind of groan a little and you make some noise and so I got out of the room at 4.30 in the morning and I went into the living room and I sat on the couch and I just didn't want to take the drugs. I just didn't. So I'm like, I got to fill my mind. And so I, I, I said a prayer. I'm like, I need help. I need help. I need help. I need to get out of this. I need to get through this. And, um, so I go onto YouTube to keep my mind occupied and all these beautiful YouTube videos started coming through real messages of hope and love. And then this is what happened. Here's my synchronicities, right? Oh, And I'm on the wait list for the three different pain management doctors to look at me. And I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm dying. There's no answers. And what are they going to do to me and do any back surgery? And like, anyway, it was a whole thing. So mm-hmm. I had an appointment at the Escalade dealership to get the car fixed or tuned up or whatever. And that was at 730 in the morning. And again, at this stage in the game, I'm fighting the drugs. Like, I don't want to take them. They don't work anyway. And they make you loopy and it's a whole other level of blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> So I, Alan comes out of the room like 630 and he says, I'll take, I'll take the car, honey, go, go lay down. I said, you don't understand. I wish I could sleep. I'm in so much pain. So I get in the car and I, I get lost going to the dealership, which is like four miles away, but I get lost because the freeways in Texas are all weird. So I, I, anyway, I get lost. And so by the time I get the escalade there, I, um, they want to know the odometer and I tell them the odometer and there was the sevens and the twos, which is a synchronicity for me because I was in such trouble. Oh God, don't start crying again, Sandra. Um, it was a sign that you okay. were with me. It was a sign that you were with me. There's my sevens and my twos and there's a sign that you're with me. And so it made me smile. So then I get in the loner car, I get turned around again, right? So if I hadn't gotten lost, your numbers wouldn't have showed up because to get to the dealership and have your numbers meant that, you know, it would have been different numbers had I not gotten lost. So I I get lost again on my way home. And I, I, I call Alan and he's like, do you need to pull over to the side of the road? And I said, no, I'm not on any drugs. I'm just, I'm just lost, you know? And I said, I'm, I'm coming home. So I get home in the loner car for some reason. I look down at the odometer for, and I don't ever look at the odometer. And right. there were the numbers again. Mm-hmm. And then I smile and I'm like, okay, you know, here I am praying and asking and praying and asking and praying and asking. And, and, and there you were again. So then at 8.30 in the morning, pain gets so bad. I take all the drugs and I just get into bed because the only position I could really get comfortable in was laying down. So I get back in my bed by nine o'clock, all the drugs hit me. So it was like gabapentin and Percocet and then steroids. Ugh. And I get a call from Dr. Miracle and it happened to be, you know, the synchronicities. It also happened to be Gretchen, one of my dearest soul sister, lifelong friends forever, um, had a friend who was an, os- or is working with a group of osteopaths. So there was another synchronicity crazy, right? Cause whoever called me, is who I was going to first because I needed help. And it just happened to be Gretchen's contact, which was so beautiful. But I wasn't putting that together at the time. Cause I'm like, all the drugs are kicking in. I'm like, oh, and she's like, all right, we got two openings and I'm sitting there and I said, okay, hold on just a second. And I, I put the phone down. I'm like, I don't think I can do this right now. And I hear this voice and this was a voice you need to get up and go get in the car and go. And it was right down the street, three miles away, close to the dealership. (laughs) Um, and I get there and now I'm in my Jeep, my Rubicon, and I park right in front of his door. And there you were again, the sevens and the twos. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. And then I walked in and the miracle happened. And you know, emotions stored in the body present as pain and Dr. Miracle helped me. And, um, I've been great ever since. So how about that for both synchronicities and numbers? Yeah. I'll let you go to the numbers because I, you gave me your numbers and isn't that a beautiful thing? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, and they again, they're, they're similar, but subtly different. You know, the numbers show up synchronistically, <laughs> you know, in our lives, Um, yeah so if we go to numbers now um, I was also introduced to the number 227 uh, wow way back um, 2006 as all sorts of other synchronicities were coming in about angels and and so forth but I had already been starting to see numbers before that it was just a different number it was it was 333 and so uh, when I was living in Ohio uh, before I started really into my transformational journey is when the synchronicities were really coming in hot and heavy for me. And I see the synchronicities and the numbers as kind of little little wake up, wake up, wake up <laughs> from the universe, right, from the divine, is pay attention. The, you, there is this beautiful, magical flow, this stream of divine energy, and it's time for you to come into the stream and flow with it. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a saying, there's your plan, and then there's the divine plan. It's getting on the divine plan because you will feel so much more supported. You are more supported. I mean, you're always supported. You're just not accepting the support when you're out of divine flow. And so back in Ohio, I just started to have these experiences that which are in the the book because some of the stuff is, I think, important to understand that it's not going to, necessarily show up at probability is it's not going to show up the same way for others as it does for me or you there's going to be commonalities like synchronicities and numbers and things like that kind of the general overview of it but how they come in it's really paying attention to some of those things that are just you might overlook if you're not really paying attention in fact um there was a video that i did just recently that my girlfriend who's also a coach she uh i said something about alluding to this. And I said, it's there when you have the eyes to see. And she says, Oh, that's good. Right? Because you have to have you have to clear off kind of your lens of how you see life in order to allow this beautiful energy, this divine energy to come in. And so that was happening. And that really was my wake. That was me waking up is starting to put these things together. And I was just blown away some of the stuff that was happening back then. And then I moved to Las Vegas and they kind of died down for a while. And uh, I kind of went off track for a while uh, in that process, but, but they pulled me back in and that's when so much was happening. In fact, the synchronicity is one of the synchronicities was that I had sat down and wrote uh, uh, like journaled my experience and I was feeling super lost and, um, you know, not on purpose and really just trying to understand me. Like you talk about Miracle Monday, who was Well, I'm like, who is Lisa? Why am, why am I here? And those big questions. And, um, and then three days later, I, I came upon my mentor because actually, that goes into another one. It's so hard to keep these separate. But asking, <laughs> asking, and you shall receive, which is coming. So, but that. Oh, one more I know that's. I know that's next, and I'm like, wow, they actually all. They look, I, You asked, and you received, and I received three days oh. after I was at the low
1: point. Right. Well, that was the same thing when you know my no- November first declaration to universe. Mm-hmm. It was a massive ask. Yeah. I want to heal completely. Careful what you wish for. <laughs> Although I'm so grateful, right? And and so yeah, I mean they all asking synchronicity numbers, mm-hmm. intuition. Yes. Let me go
0: to the the numbers. I'll just try to stick to the numbers here. Um, so the two two seven and seven two two are my numbers. And this is actually going to – I know where I'm going now. I didn't quite have – connected to where I was going to go with this. but um, So I have been seeing these numbers for years, probably since 2006, I think it was, maybe 2008. I can't remember. But um, And in 2012, I went to the Mediterranean and right. um, met David who was very significant in the book, right? So this is October of 2012. And he's actually sitting behind me on a cruise, right? Because that's, you know, you have your tables that you sit at. And he was actually right behind me. And then his wife um, uh, tapped me on the shoulder in one of the um, seminars we were in. I don't want to get too bogged down in the details here. But ultimately what happened is we connected. So they're from Minnesota, I'm from Las Vegas and we connected in the middle of the Mediterranean. So now we can go a little into divine orchestration here, <laughs> but in the middle of the Mediterranean and had this amazing connection and he's the, ch- he's channels and, uh, and he downloaded a whole bunch of stuff for me and the last day of the cruise, it was a 10 day cruise. The so last day of the cruise, he hands me his phone number and the last five digits of his phone number or (laughs) 7222227. I don't know. There's three three twos in there. 72227, I think is what it was. Yeah. So three twos. And it's like both of my numbers together, 722 and 227 were together. And I mean, I'm literally looking at the card in almost like a shock, like, what <laughs> what Whoa. and so and then it's you know it's it was such a significant relationship and from that he said well you know I didn't have this book in my mind when I was on the cruise but it was through meeting him and then his abilities and then my experiences that we came together and we started writing the book now we said well why don't we start on sat once we got back to our homes So well, why don't we start on Saturday? Okay, that's a good time. And then I'm writing, I so we get together, I'm have a sheet of paper, and I'm I just go to put the the uh, date on it and it's eleven (laughs) eleven. I'm like, it wasn't planned, it just happened, right? So these numbers have come up in so many ways. I couldn't you know, it's just there's so many ways that they come up. But was Oh and they and they
1: come up for you like when you ask. Yeah. You still get the numbers. It was like when you were doing your thirty day walk, yeah, and that whole random situation of where you were talking about the mom and the stroller and the, yeah. it just it's that they, they, yeah they come up all over the place for you, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is why I know
0: you know sometimes they're a little more uh, impactful and sometimes, but there's I see the numbers every day really do. I see them every day. You know, I'll stop a video and it'll be right at 227 or (laughs) 722 or whatever. Um, But the thing about the numbers, so here these numbers have been so significant to me as well as angels as well, which is why my book's called Journey with an Angel. Um, But the first day that 1111 and David was channeling information about numbers because the universe is mathematical Mm -hmm. and that's why numbers are so significant. And that's why a lot of the numbers, you know, you have angel numbers, but he was channeling in all the different numbers for each of the dimensions. So there's the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth dimensions, right? And then each out of those dimensions, there's realms. So each realm has three dimensions in it. So the third dimension, right, has the first, second, and wait, The physical realm has the first, second, and I should have studied, should have looked at this before I started this. (laughs) First, second, and third uh, um, uh, dimension is in the physical realm, right? That makes sense. And then the fourth, fifth, and sixth dimension is the spiritual realm. I think it's the spiritual realm. Celestial realm. It's the celestial realm. But the seventh, eighth, and ninth dimension is the angelic realm,
1: Mm.
0: okay? Is the angelic realm. So now here's David on the phone and we're doing, writing this out and all that. he says, and, the, and my guides are telling me, you already know, cause each, you already know the number for the angelic realm. Cause each, I don't want to get too confusing here. Each realm has its own six digit number. So mm. the physical realm is three, one, four, one, five, nine. What is that? The first six digits of pi. Mm. Okay. I don't remember the celestial realm, but there's a, there's a, you know, kind of formula to it. But he, but so we, we do that one. And then we come to the angelic realm and his guides, David said, the guides say you already know the number for the angelic realm. And I'm like, Oh, all right. Uh, (laughs) And I just said seven, two, 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 seven. He said, yes. And I mean, I was just like, what? (laughs) What? and yeah and it was just really amazing i mean again and this was just the first day of starting to work on the book right and then all this other information it's all in the book But not, but that that's why numbers are so important and once the once the angels or divine influences know how to get through to you they're going to use them more and more so they know that these numbers are absolutely Um, Going to resonate with me, and because of my connection
1: to angels. Oh my gosh! Wait a second. I have a memory of your numbers. Okay. When Alan and I were talking about moving to Las Vegas, or to moving to Texas, Texas. do you remember that? I do. Tell a story about that. That was like you're like okay, so you tell tell the story because you have a different perspective because Alan was not on board.
0: Okay. Um, I have to kind of recall exactly, but so I was going into my office. You guys were contemplating uh, about moving to Texas. I was actually coming over to your house that day. Yeah. good. To, be- that's uh, my memory. Yeah. Yeah. And so as I get out of my car, I look back and I see a Texas license plate. And I believe this is what it was. I have a picture of it, but because um, I take pictures of my numbers too. <laughs> um i I believe there was a 722 license plate next to it or 227 Mm -hmm. license plate next to Mm -hmm. it on either side does that how you remember yeah was on either side yeah Yeah. and then in between was texas was a texas license plate so it was like these two surrounding it Ah! and and so i to me that's okay that's a sign you know that's that that excites me i get excited when i see the numbers right oh me too because
1: you called me up and you're like Oh, my gosh. Or actually, no, you got to the house, and, and you and I were, like, doing backflips because we know, like, this is, like, a clear sign. Like, and it's yeah. exciting when, when we catch him because it's so easy to catch him. But anyway, Alan was not on board with that. But angel numbers worked because we're in Texas.
0: Yeah. And well, he had not. a lot on his mind that day. So.
1: Yeah. Oh, you know. yeah. So no. that was. Uh... was times.
0: And not everyone connects to them, you know, like we do. And that's fine. It's just. Well, in,
1: in, in sticking with numbers again for a second is that, mm-hmm. and this is just as I'm going down this journey and this um phase of just getting really curious about the human experience, you start to learn about sacred geometry. And, you know, David is right, of course. And, and now you have a ton of people saying the whole universe is numbers. It's beautiful. And, and so the reason I'm doing the three, six and nine is playing with the numbers to see, you know, let me see if I can have a magical experience here. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you just kind of coming back and you guys can search on YouTube for sacred geometry and, and, and numbers, angelic numbers, um, different dimensions, you know? And I mean, I would say, you know, whatever moves you you know, go down those rabbit holes. There's so much information now everywhere, but it is really neat to see how, um, the realms, right. So you were talking about different dimensions and, um, right now we're in the 3d realm. It feels like we're now going 4d, 5d and and we are. Um, and it's just a matter of, if we can get into flow, Mm -hmm. it flows, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just like that morning of waking up and you know, and miserable. I didn't wake up miserable at three 30 in the morning, every morning that was that morning. And, and then to sit and pray and just pray and pray and pray and ask. I was praying and asking at the same time. Yeah. And then it all That's started what, yes, Like a lot. What prayer is, is asking. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. From a genuine soul self. Is really, mm-hmm. really, it's really, really fun. Okay, so I have to do one fun thing, and this is just for you, Lisa. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, synchronicities, right? So, this was my license plate in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I believe mm-hmm. you don't need to see me. So, mm-hmm. uh, at the time, uh, I had you and I'd been working together, and I started to realize, like, Wow. If you believe in yourself, obviously believe in something bigger than yourself, but like just believe and you can achieve. It's the only thing I used to tell people, if you're going to fake it till you make it on anything, fake this. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we moved to Texas and of course, license plates don't go. So again, synchronicity, like asking, what are the chances that this, this is a very common you know, wanting to have a personalized license plate, believe. Right. So I thought, huh. So I went on the website in Texas to see what, what words I could find and believe was available in just different letters. Right. But it was still clearly a belief, but then you and I had a conversation about it and I'm like, yeah, because when, when someone would ask me, what do you mean by believe? I used to be like, what believe in something? (laughs) Like, you know, it was like, I don't want people to ask me about that. So here's my new license plate. Mm. Mm. Nice. I got it. Isn't that nice. so fun? Yeah. And so I went to pick this up from the, you pick it up from the tax assessor's office. And so I go to pick it up and the lady's like, this plate was available. I'm like, mm-hmm. isn't that amazing? Synchronicity asking. And I haven't put it on my car yet, but cause I just got it, but I was like, and that's when you know you're in flow. But even the lady behind the desk is like, I really can't believe. I'm like, I know, but I asked. And so look at what happened. Universe is like, here you go. And it's yeah. perfect. And so now I get to drive around. I don't think anybody's going to ask me about that. But since Miracle Monday, in, in another thing too, that is part of all of this flow, since I started calling it that, And even when I went back in to have, you know, kind of tune ups and whatever, and I started talking about Miracle Monday, Mm -hmm. um, it gave it more power to put it in the context under which it was, because a miracle did happen. And so the more I talk about it, the more I'm like, there's miracles everywhere. I see them everywhere. And it really is a neat thing to, you know, how... You have your numbers so loud and clear. So now when you ask, you get your answer in the form of numbers and other ways too. But really, you know, I, I don't have any, you know, sevens and twos are your numbers, right? Mine don't come in the form of numbers per se. Although when I catch the 222, the 333, the 444, the 555, the 1111, the 111, I catch them all the time. Uh, and sometimes, and I and when I catch the twenty-seven, you know, usually on your phone, two twenty-seven on two twenty-seven, right, February twenty-seventh. When I catch that, I always screenshot it and send it to you because I know, like that's, you know, you're smiling at me, you're talking to me, and it's like universe saying, oh, your buddy Lisa's just having a good day, and I will always screenshot it and take a picture and send it to you because. Mm-hmm. We're in different time zones now, so you'll get it, and it won't be your time. Okay. Anyway, I thought that that was really uh, something fun to, yeah. You know, I just couldn't believe it was available. I mean, yes, of course, the believe believe miracles, got it. Mm-hmm. Kind of funny, oxymoron. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, you know, and I got the personalized license plate. You, ha- I had to have seven numbers, so it couldn't be seven two 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 seven. So I had to just throw an extra two in the middle. <laughs> but I have seen, you know, when you're coming out of the grocery store or wherever you're shopping, you know, and I, people are always looking at that license plate. And there was once one day that there was this uh, little, you know, I don't know, maybe eight year old boy with his mom and they're walking by my car. And he just, his, you know, he did the whole neck turn and he was just staring at that thing. It was so funny. And I just, you know, it makes me smile. They didn't, I mean, I was walking up, they didn't know it was my car, but uh, you know, it was just, it's cool because it does, I mean, catch your attention. And, you know, David was in town one day, we were working on the book, we were at Whole Foods. It was the funniest thing. And he was staying, you know, with me as we were writing the book, and we're going through buying groceries at Whole Foods. And the cashier asked us, would you like to round it up to 227? (laughs) (laughs) And it was funniest thing because we're like, yes, (laughs) we were so excited. (laughs) And she's like, wow, I usually get a no or, you know, I usually what. and, And I said, can I take a screenshot of the, you know, whatever the screen she was on? It was so funny. Uh, we didn't care you know it's like yeah. it was just so funny you know it's like yeah. oh my gosh it's just hilarious and that's the kind of you know I mean it comes in and even with such like the timing you're not expecting them and yeah. when they come it's like you know like of course we'll round up to 227 you know uh yeah that was a really funny one so yeah, yeah. so Moving on to um, uh, one way to really incorporate divine flow in your life is to ask. You know, sometimes, and prayer is a form of asking. So prayer, so the difference, and we'll talk about meditation too. So I see the difference as prayer is about asking. Meditation is about receiving. Mm-hmm. Right? So prayer, you're asking. mm mm-hmm. God, right? You know, God, you know, please help me with this or whatever it might be, or please help someone else. Um, But meditation is where you quiet that mind and you allow information to come in, right? Mm -hmm. So seeing kind of that difference between praying and asking. Um, But asking is really important. Like I asked, like I talked about earlier, I was in need of help and that's how I started my journaling was help me, help me. Where am I supposed to go? And it was so like, I was so in a place that I was sincerely asking. It wasn't like, you know, I could use some help here. It was like, no, (laughs) help me. Where am I supposed to go? And then three days later I ran into my, who would ultimately become my mentor for a period of years. So, um, but the asking, you know, is something that you want to continue to do on a regular basis. Don't worry about overwhelming, you know, God or the angels or whoever you're asking, right? Or your higher self. <laughs> they have plenty, there's, there's such an abundance of support in the universe and use it. It's just yeah. use it. And one way to really use it effectively is to ask because. You know, there, there's, what you do is you allow the support to come in. But because we have free will and and, and all that, if we're um, asking opens up the, the ways to where we're now in an open space to receive the guidance. But if we're not asking, we're probably on our, our plan and not the divine plan and not allowing that to come in. And plus, they can only do so much because of free will right? Um, but they can protect us and so forth. So
1: can I just piggyback off of prayer real quick? And I think that's a great distinction between prayer and meditation. They Mm -hmm. both have so much power. Um, but I had a really unique opportunity where, uh, my aunt and uncle, so my dad's brother and wife. So my aunt who had a big part in raising us, um, What a wonderful weekend. So my cousin came out and, um, so it was my cousin, her two daughters who are 17 and 21. And, you know, I, I, I don't even know if I remember them. It's been so long since I've seen them. Um, but your family, so you totally know who each other is. Right. And, uh, I was very, very close to my cousin. I mean, I'm still very close to my cousin. Uh, Growing up, but as families go, you just naturally go and especially if you're in geographically a different location so anyway, it was just wonderful being with family and um, I Gotta not use names, but she would know who I'm talking about. I will say my 17 year old second cousin Um, What a beautiful soul and she is uh, Deeply Christian and I looked at my cousin. I'm like, well, where'd this come from? Because I mean we may have been raised, I mean, y'all know I've been, I, my dogma was AA growing up. I, I wasn't raised with religion, um, but I was baptized Christian in my teenage years. Um, and so, but they were, because I know I'd go to vacation Bible school in some of the summers that my dad was in jail or gone or whatever. They played a big part in raising me. So Anyway, so Val's like, it doesn't come for me, right? And, and I said, okay, this is wonderful. Let's talk about it. And I was so intrigued because she's 17 years old with a belief inside of her that is so beautiful. And I, so I said, I said, well, what is your goal? Why are you in the youth group? Because she had to go home because she was running the youth group in her church the next day. And uh, she says, I have to bring people to the truth, the way, the truth, and the light of Jesus. And I said, oh, you're a way shower. I think that's so wonderful. And so when you pray, it doesn't matter really what you're praying to. You know, I think Jesus is a beautiful thing to pray to, especially if it if it moves you. If you're really connected to, you know, uh, Jesus or or God or, you know, all sorts of different words that uh, different religions have and use, Um By all means, because if they move you, that power of prayer is even stronger. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: and you know, for me, I more have conversations Mm -hmm. more than prayer. Right now, I'll ask. Right, you know, for for certain things, sometimes I'll ask. Just give me what whatever it is that I need to say or put out in the universe. Just. I'm going to trust that it's going to come in and then it'll go through and that'll be awesome. And thank you so much, but really power pack me today, <laughs> you know, or whatever that type of thing. Cause it's really, you're a, you're a, you're a conduit, right? you when yeah. you are connected into divine flow and that's, that's actually a point I would, you know, I hadn't thought about until just right now as far as today's subject, But when you're in divine flow, you are pulling that divine energy into your world, into your environment, into those around you. And that's when you're radiating that divine energy because you're in flow with it. And that's why it can be, you know, for some people, you know, just being around certain people when you're in divine flow brings a calming energy to them that didn't exist before you walked into the room. Or whatever it is, because you're radiating this kind of supportive, grounded, gentle, loving energy. And that's because you're living in that divine energy because you're living in divine flow, which I think is one of the greatest services we could do on this planet.
1: Well, and that goes back to like, for me personally, when I ask, when I pray... I will always end it with, and it's usually, it is a conversation. And at the end of it all, I, I release the attachment to the outcome. I always just say for the highest and best good of all involved. Yeah. And that's like my wrap up to prayer is because I know the answers are going to come through. I know, I know because it's a muscle and I've exercised a whole hell right. of a lot of it. Um, but yeah, so, it, you know, whatever it is, I love that you just gave us an analogy of how you go through it. Cause that's, I do something very similar, but I do what over time has worked for me, um, and how I can connect most to the divine flow that will flow through us and others will feel it. And it's beautiful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I tend to, because I have the angelic connection, I tend to talk more with the angels. Now, if I'm really needing some heavy duty, you know, (laughs) help, I'll pray. Okay. God, Let's go, <laughs> you know, okay, can, and I, get a can I ask awesome. a little bit
1: of a deeper mm-hmm. question? Sure. Okay. So it's my personal experience so far that we've used higher self, but now I really understand my higher self to be my soul self. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying higher self, I, I, it's my soul self. So anyway, I'm, I'm playing with words, right? Mm-hmm. And then of course you have the angels, but aren't they also your guides or what is your you know, we all have guides. I was even talking to Alan about this. Like, um, like, what do you believe? Like, and, and, and I said, do you believe you have guides or, and he says, yeah. And I said, okay, that is a question I've never asked him before. <laughs> like, you know, of course he believes in, in God and one creator and source of all things. Um, but guides like, so, so how do you differentiate? We, you know, you're connected to your angels. How do you connect to the difference between the two?
0: Yeah. So, well, there's the, the angels, which are, you know, Angel, Angelo. Angelo, the, the origin of the name is messenger. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, but I connect to them again, because just that's just what resonates with me th-
1: mm-hmm. the
0: most. Um, You know, part of the book is, is talks about being an incarnated angel, which is part of what I got through (laughs) other people because I wasn't connected into that and that me being an incarnated angel. So there's actually an existence of me in the angelic realm and an existence of me here Hmm. at the same time. Right. So that's Hmm. why that's really what that means. So that's probably why angels are a little more powerful for me because I have such a strong connection to the angelic realm and then, of course, the numbers and everything else that kind of validates that. But then guides, uh, guides can be different things. So, for instance, David, his guides are a higher intelligence that live in a different realm, that, he, that live in the celestial realm. So it's a higher, more evolved um, uh, higher evolved civilization, if you will. So entities from that civilization that come through him, but in a positive, it's all positive. Right. And so that's, and he's been connected to his guide since he was a little boy and he could actually do telepathy and all that move big bales of straw and hay and stuff. Those are heavy. I used to live in the country. Those are heavy. Right. And he could do it with his mind. And he is, and his mom was like, you know, how did you get those bales when he's like eight years old or something? How'd you get those bales into the wagon? He says, well, I just told him to get in the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, I no, you're lying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she, no, you're lying or whatever. So she kind of shut down, you know, don't to not use those abilities. Again, he was, they just probably felt natural to him at that age. Anyhow, so but he, he still accesses them, and that's a lot of why, you know, the book, um, some of the information the book is about. And also he, had, uh, uh, he died twice and remembers the whole experience of his death experience and then came back into his body, which is really fascinating. So you have guides in the form of those types of guides coming from a different realm, dimension, and then you can have deceased loved ones that come in. That are connected that can to be you, your guides too. That can they be your, your guides guide as well. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so you know, oftentimes when, uh, like, I would be talking about <laughs> this happened twice. Okay, synchronicity, <laughs> twice. Mm-hmm. Once, okay, maybe coincidence or twice, not so much. And I was talking about my grandma who had passed away. And I was teaching in the moment, and and I had a pen in my hand, <laughs> and after I mentioned her, the pen just flew out of my hand. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. Picked it up. And in a different, completely different workshop, same thing happened. I mentioned my grandma and the pen flew out of my hand. And I was just like, what's going on with that, right? Okay, grandma, you're here, right? Maybe you're just trying to let me know and so forth. And even in, in Ohio, that was one of the experiences that I had because, um, you know, I hadn't kind of gotten to the 227s and all that yet, but it, the synchronicities were so much greater And I was, the whole night was just a synchronistic ball of stuff, you know, that was going on in this, in this particular experience, but I'm going to cut right to the chase. And that was, um, I walked into this, somebody's garage with two ladies. Um, one of them was my friends, One one of them was one of my friends and, um, and I and it smelled like my garage in Michigan. So here I'm in Ohio at the time. It's It just had that essence of my garage in Michigan. And then I looked over at the wall and there was a crutch there hanging on the wall. And it reminded me of my grandma because she had one leg shorter the, than the other. And she used a cane all the time because of oh, that okay. reason. And so the piece that really brought this all together, so with both a guide and synchronicity, is that... A week previous to that, I had prayed to God, one of those heartfelt prayers. I had prayed to God for patience. And this was back in maybe 2000, 2001, probably 2000. I was just going to ask. I was just going to ask the
1: the timeline on that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A while. while So so
0: Eric was about four, I think, Mm -hmm. five, maybe. And, um, And so, and I was having, I was having issues with my patience with him. (laughs) In fact, that's one of the things I say was my greatest blessings that he brought me was learning patience. And so, so then what happened was, is I I shared out loud that, gosh, you know, what my experience is that I was thinking of my grandma. And then one of the gals said, um, well, you know, if your grandma had a message for you, what, what might the message be? Or something along those lines. That's kind of my Mm. wording today, but if she had something to tell you. And I said, well, you know, well, she would tell me she loved me. That's kind of standard. (laughs) But what I remember about my grandma is that when I was little, she would play Canasta with me. And for anybody who knows Canasta, it's a, a lot of cards to hold in your hand. And my little hands just couldn't get all those cards in there. So I would put them on my chair, spread my legs, put them on the chair below me so that I could play Canasta with her. And then what came out after that Just so organically was she had the patience of a saint, and there it was. My prayer was getting answered through the guidance from my grandma, from from wherever she was at the time, and that's what I needed because what it helped me to do was to connect to what it felt like to have someone that in your life that's so close to you be patient with you, and also to in contrast to know what it's like to have someone be impatient with you. It doesn't Mm -hmm. feel good to be with someone who's impatient with you, especially a parent or a grandparent, but patience makes you feel like you're the most important person in the room. That's how she made me feel that you were completely loved, that you can take your time and that I care. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that was such a significant moment.
1: Yeah. 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 And it is interesting, like, You know, in, in my personal quest to make sense of my own experience here, uh, in this body, this time around, um, it is, it is, I never even, I was just talking to my, my channeler, Jason, and we do a Mm -hmm. lot of soul work and that's just to keep me healthy and happy. Um, it's deep, deep work. And I'm like, I've never even bothered to ask. Mm-hmm. who are my guides, right? I've just had, because I, I just have this knowing it's been, it's part of who I am and it's served me very well as far as just, I I very much listen when the messages come in and I have since I was a small child and, you know, and growing up in in some really rough situations. So to to sit there, and this is all in the last couple of weeks since really you and I started digging into the guts of this podcast coming out and um, different layers of vulnerability. And, um, you know, my intent, like, it is amazing to me how many people are listening that I know and I care very, very much about. Um, And my my intention would never be to hurt anybody by sharing my experience, you know, and just, just for everybody to know, what I share is through the lens of Sandra's perception of 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 how event, events transpire mostly how they make me feel um but just know like i would never ever you know do anything to to hurt anybody who i just i love so much and the relationships that you and i've been you know why are we here you and me again doing this for for all of you and being vulnerable and opening up for everybody to see just anybody and anybody who wants to see um is because it's time because relationships are there's nothing really more important than to just come from a space of non-judgment and you know you guys can go back if you haven't seen some of our prior podcasts i mean it's really important to to um you know not judge ourselves not judge others and all sorts of other emotional components but um you know in in last week's uh podcast, which if you haven't seen, I ended up getting really vulnerable and I ended up crying and I was talking about missing my family and feeling so alone and, 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 and I'm not, you know, I mean, I'm not alone and I've got my husband and we have two little kids and we will build new routines around the holidays. You know, here we are talking about the angelic realm and, you know, we're bumping up against the the holidays, the holy days, the holidays. Um, or, you know holy days as some might call them um talking about angels and um anyway just to kind of recap about what we were talking about last week which you know i my husband and i are out here we're all alone we have no family i miss my family um i miss my my mom i you know because i just haven't seen her in years and that means she hasn't seen my kids in years and my stepdad and my sister. And there's just been so much that's happened within my family, my freaking stepbrothers in Ireland with his wife and they're married and they're in Ireland. It's like, you know, and, and God bless my stepmom gets to go and be with them for uh, the holidays. So that's good. She'll be, you know, we all don't need to be alone, you know, unless we choose to be. Um, but anyway, it it is, uh, it's, it's interesting being vulnerable for all of you and talking about this journey in life and how, You know, I can't believe how deep we are going and because it's, it's, it's questions I'm getting from everywhere, including my second cousin, who has just got the purest heart of all time and go, wow. You know, I look at her like, so she has a calling, you know, she's being called from her soul, from her heart. I can feel it right. It's coming through the form of Jesus, you know, but, but just look at it. How beautiful, right? The way, the truth and the light. Isn't that amazing? That's high frequency. That's light. That's love. That's all the, the, the in in and, and the faith. It's like wow. Okay, that's unshakable, unwavering belief, and that is the thing that you can fake it till you make it, and your life's gonna turn out pretty good. You know. I will say, you know, I, on that note, you know, we have to. We've talked about belief systems and belief structures and how. Um, belief systems can be very limiting to our own personal growth and to be more open to that, but that, that might be a deeper podcast at a different time, but I thought it was interesting to go of all the years that I've spent trying to find the creator of all things. And what does that mean to me and how can I connect into that? Never thought about my guides. So I'm doing some interesting work now, which is opening that channel to meet them and see what that feels like. Cause I just, I'd like to be more of a knower.
0: Well, yeah. And, and also a way to kind of sense if you're in flow with your guides can come in ways that you might just think you're in, um, you know, your own mojo kind of energy. So say you're, you know, you're writing and things are just flowing off the pen. There's no effort in it. You're in divine flow in those times. Oh, yeah. I mean, sometimes I, I tend to like stuff comes through when I'm in the shower. In fact, one of my friends gave me a little uh, post or not a post it note, but a little pad and pen that you can have in the shower because I have so much stuff that comes to me in the shower. But man, I have gotten literally out of the shower, gone and wrote down what I had, get back in the shower, get back out of the shower. And write it down and get back in the shower. I'm like, this is kind of ridiculous, but okay, I'm going to go with it because I don't want to lose it. Right. And so I get in and that's actually what was kind of how my book that I haven't finished yet, but that's kind of how it started because it was just, it was being downloaded. It was coming from my, you know, the, I was getting information. There. Yeah. yeah. And so that's, yeah. that's a lot of what kind of cha- I mean, we all have the ability to channel. It's not like there's only a certain people who have this ability. We all have the ability to channel mm-hmm. just like we all have intuition. We're just not always tapped into it. And this is what this is about is tapping in to this, these amazing resources that will change your life. It will change the way you experience your life. And that's one way is, you know, whether it's music, which we're going to talk about here uh, in a bit, but, Um, You know, whether it's coming through that or art or whatever it is, or just in what you're saying, sometimes it's just like, man, it's just coming. So just get out of the way and let it come through. And that's so much of what, um, you know, channeling is about is just opening up to the channels that are are ready to come in and give you information. So that's really, really great. So moving on to you know uh, I'm not going to spend any actually any time on this because there's a whole video about raising your vibration that's right. part of as you raise your vibration you move more and more into alignment with your spirit right. and uh, and I think that's episode three I believe it's episode yeah like mean, we did a whole podcast on yeah that. so yeah. we'll we'll just you know guide you over to that one we'll put a link in the description uh, around accessing that but that's certainly a, a major way to be able to align you know with your divine flow. And then we've covered somewhat more about meditation with um you know the prayer and how meditation is just allowing things to come in. Now your mind is going to want to go and get all distracted and you know start to make some noise and it's not about resisting that it's about just w- observing it without judgment. And there's a great you know there's a a company I think it's called Headspace and they were on netflix i believe for a while but they have a youtube channel it's great if you want to, if you're trying to get you know into the whole meditative um state and understand meditation and actually we just got done with a podcast i was just going to say i wish i a, a yeah. radio show yes uh, mind your own biz yes. mind your own business uh podcast um so we just literally came from being a guest on there to recording mm-hmm. this podcast so we'll put a link to their podcast as well or show radio show. I think it's called a radio, you know, they're using radio show. We're getting so
1: confused because mainstream media is not
0: the same anymore. So, right, we don't know yeah. so we'll, really we'll put a link to them as well. And yeah. we'll post our uh, appearance on our uh, channel as well. So well, anyhow, and Eden went, Eden went into
1: her particular meditation style that she does yeah. where it connects, connects the synapses and the, which there's yeah. a ton of meditation out there. But yeah, there's, we're going to give you a couple ones to take a yeah. peek at and see if it resonates with you.
0: And that's, yeah, that's why I brought that up is because she was sharing that she has a meditation so that, you know, we can connect our, you know, the people who are watching us to them and and have another resource as a way to enrich their lives as well, because they're very much uh, in sync with how who yeah. we are. So yeah. that's awesome. Now, this next one is... Uh, to move into a line flow is music. In mm-hmm. fact, I probably need to listen to music a little bit more but um, uh- music has its own vibration now it depends on what kind of music right you're listening to not all music is higher vibrational music but when that music and i know you just had an experience uh with music here yesterday was it yesterday yeah mm-hmm. and uh and and so music can i mean absolutely lift us in fact there's a um actually a quote let me just read this quote here by beethoven right um Music is a higher revelation than all wisdom and philosophy. Music is the electrical soil in which the spirit lives, thinks, and invents.
1: There's that electrical component. That is really impressive. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, Music and and, and not just, I I don't know if we have this in there, but like sound bowls and like, I, I never really tuning forks and I never really, um, up until the, this last year, year and a half, I mean, I have had a sing, we got a singing bowl when we were in Sedona, I got the singing bowl. Um, but, but coming back to music specifically, because we all have the kind of music that uh, moves us. So, so I mean, I grew up with rock and roll. I'm so rock and roll. It's not even like, gangster rap and rock and roll. Um, and so Stacy Mia, my oldest has taken up the French horn. French horn. You come from a family of drummers. Where'd you get the horn from? <laughs> so my brother's a dr- drummer, my uh, nephew's a drummer, my dad is a drummer. Anyway, like, okay, French horn. Um, and so the sixth grade was with, was at the high school doing a, it was a whole orchestra, symphony of music. And the more I can feel you know my, I can feel and connect, and I couldn't believe it. There I was last night. Maybe it was Jingle Bells. I don't even know, but it was just a song that everybody knows the the words to, and you've heard a thousand times. But there was a whole orchestra performing, and 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 you can hear just every different instrument, and like, and like I'm telling you, I had tears flowing down my face. Alan looks at me, he's like, "Are you all right?" And I'm like, "It's so beautiful." And I really, you know, I wish I would have had a box of Kleenex. The next time I go to a musical, I will absolutely make sure and bring a box of Kleenex because the music will move you in such a wonderful, wonderful way. It will boost your frequency and vibration so quickly. And even just listening to whatever music moves you. But, yeah, listening to a little bit more of it. I never liked classical music. Now I'm like, wow listen to all the different instruments you know it's just beautiful yeah it's beautiful
0: yeah it's amazing and then also it's nature Mm. think of when you have been in a you know in nature now you know you go for walks and things like that but when you get into like some of these just amazing places uh in nature um or even just hanging out in a little more not so out of the city (laughs) you know cities kind of more um brought in nature so it's not Mm -hmm. as as pure as if you go out say in las vegas you know there's palm trees everywhere but if you go out to the red rocks or you know Mm -hmm. wherever and it's a different you are in a different energy and if you think about especially like with mountains and things like that there's a majestic energy to them and awe And, and some of these places that exist in the world, I came, I just recently came upon a uh, Instagram because I haven't been on Instagram until I started posting our podcast because I just, uh, I didn't, didn't have a a lot I still don't know
1: how the dang thing works. Instagram drives me crazy. Getting used to
0: it. It wasn't quite as intuitive as I had hoped, but I'm getting used to it. Anyway, but I came upon this channel. I don't have the name of it. I'll post the link.
1: (laughs) Yeah. In the
0: description, because it has these places around the world I had no idea existed. And I was like literally blown away by some of these places that exist around the world. I'm like, where is this place? I haven't even heard of this place. And it's just, um, it's just breathtaking. And that's where you really can also feel that energy of it's just Whew, like the music that, that nature, that, that visual, and the energy of it is just, uh, uh, is
1: just awe-inspiring. Awe-inspiring. And, and, you know, if you do live in a city and, you know, if, if you have the opportunity to get, just get out, I mean, Lake Mead, we spent like the summer that we got December, 2020, when we got the ski boat, there was nothing quite like living on the water and that was breathtaking. But even here and now uh, I have to tell you the, the leaves and it, I, I'm in a fall situation I've never lived in four seasons. I, you know, the, the, it's so green and so blue. And so it happened to me And so nature, because I'm paying attention to the beauty of it all. I'm walking into my tennis center and, you know, usually I'm running late and, oh yeah, it was the day of the showing. And so my mind's in a million different places, but I had to go play tennis because it's addicting. Um, I got my tennis bag and I'm I'm just kind of racing into the tennis center and there was this black crow that there was a, it, it looked like, um, the sprinklers, right? The sprinklers left a little puddle and there was this bird just taking a bath, right? And I stopped and I went, okay, I'm like, wow. And I just looked at the bird and I'm like, thank you for stopping me in my tracks from my busy nonsense mind and reminded me, oh my gosh, how beautiful. Here's a little birdie taking a bath, you know? And then as soon as I noticed the bird, and the bird noticed me and it was like, I'm making you pay attention. And then he up and flew away and I was like, oh, I love you, so thank you, right? And thank you, grass and thank you, water. And like, just the experience of, you know, outside in, in nature, you know, if you're outside and you notice like birds flying in formation, take a moment and just enjoy
0: it yeah that reminds me when I moved to Colorado the very first morning I'm hearing these sounds I'd never heard before and I looked outside through the in the backyard which was really a forest and there was like seven moose back there or elk they were elk seven elk yeah (laughs) and they they were it was mating season (laughs) Oh, and they were your mating call. So I woke up the very first day in this new house in Colorado because we were up at high elevation. Uh 7,200, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> There's our seventy two. <laughs> um, and 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 it was just wow, who gets to see that? And yeah. even on the cruise, I remember right with the first morning of the cruise that I woke up and there was a volcano in the middle of the ocean. I mean, again, these are things that are just they they impact you. It's like wow. And I'm to Christy, cause she was with Christy, come look at this <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to wake up to a volcano in the middle of the ocean yeah. that you're, you know, yeah. you're going by. Yeah. So it's pretty cool when you have those types of experiences and they definitely stay with you.
1: Yeah. Sounds music. Yeah. I, you know, it's all, yeah. you know, just to, just to take those moments that catch your attention mm-hmm. that are part of all that is, we're all yeah. part of the same stuff stardust. Um, yeah. anyway, just take a moment and appreciate it. Cause that also is, is God giving you a little nudge to, you know, Sandra, get out of your head. Hey, here's this beautiful living thing that is saying, hi. And it's so beautiful. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Well, we hope what we brought to the table today helps you to get into divine flow so that you can experience some of this wonderful stuff. And I'm sure that many of you have already experienced it. So we'd love to hear your experiences with it, whether it's, you know, intuitively you picked up something that really moved you in a direction, whether it's synchronicity or numbers or music or nature or prayer or meditation, whatever it is, we'd love to hear your experiences. And I know it'd be beneficial for other people to hear about it too. So please do share because we want to, we want to hear from you and, uh, and that's one way we can, at least in this venue. So, but we do hope that some of this brings more of it into your life. And just by talking about it, it's already doing that
1: absolutely so thanks you guys for joining us today don't forget to hit the like and uh, the share if you feel so compelled and like Lisa was just saying the stories are they're just what fills us up so uh, hopefully your Christmas will go well I don't know if we have one more coming out before then no so Merry Christmas Um, Happy Hanukkah And this would be uh, you've already gone through Hanukkah season And uh, we will be wishing you a happy new year on our next podcast. So see y'all next week.